the blast from our past network. Young people from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part, too. <laughs> They're doing their part. Are you? Join the mobile infantry and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Talking Back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. This week, we are covering the movie Starship Troopers. And with me, as always, is co-host Dean. Dean, what's up? Hey, Tim. This is a this is a big one. This is one we've been waiting for for a while. Pretty much. I think this was on the OG list when I was like... Probably the OG list. Yeah, the, it, it would infa- make sense. The infantry... Uh, the infantry? <laughs> wow, that was a good, good mix-up. I like it. The infa- I like where your head's at, Tim. <laughs> the infancy of the podcast... <laughs> Uh, I made a list of things I wanted to talk about, and I think this was on the movie list, and we just haven't gotten yeah. to it until now. Been saving it, saving it for a good time. Yeah, uh, we've mentioned it before, but kind of the way we roll here at Talking Back is we don't really decide what we're going to talk about until like the week of the episode. Yeah, it was time, and I man, was I excited! I was so excited when you when you named it. I haven't. Um... I haven't watched it in a little bit. Um, it's one that I it's one that I watch quite often, but it's been probably two to three years now. So I was pretty excited to throw it on again. Well, I always knew it was a big movie and I knew people loved it, but I wasn't the hugest of fans. I, okay. I've only seen it twice up, okay. up until before this this recording where yeah. I watched it one more time. I saw it in theater I didn't really get it, to be honest yeah, with you. That it, makes sense. It was yeah. not what I was expecting at the time. Yeah. Um, when I saw it, I was just out of high school, and the narrative of this movie was everything I didn't want to hear. It's like the whole right. <laughs> say goodbye to your friends, go off to college, get a career, um, that whole like implied start of the next chapter of your life, because that's what society's telling you to do. Like yeah. this movie was like the man talking to me saying, this is what you got to do. And I don't know. I came out of it thinking that was cool. Like it was really gory and stuff, but I didn't understand a lot of it. Um, yeah. Obviously before this is before I really understood the genius of director yeah. Paul Verhoeven. And I'll tell you what, you know, with the knowledge I have now, man, did this movie ever kill this time? I just Hell yeah, absolutely fell in love with this movie. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, it's a masterpiece. It's so funny that you say you were a teenager and you were felt like you were being talked to by the man because you were. That is what the movie is. It's the man talking to you. The film is a propaganda film. Like, that's exactly what it is for that point. So it's so funny that you're sitting there getting that feeling. And you're like, shut up, the man. I don't want you to yeah. tell me what to do. I don't want to join the army. Um, that's amazing. I love that you had that reaction because that's the reaction probably Verhoeven's looking for like out of 
you sitting there watching it just be like, no, you shut up. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, shut up, old man. Yeah, he is a genius. I love this movie. It's it's so smart. Um, and yeah, it's it's so smart, but it's also so full of action, so full of gore, so full of pretty people. You know, it's a it's a, a fantastic movie to watch. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Um, if you take one part melodrama, two parts fun science fiction adventure, and three parts extreme violence and gore, you get this movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like this really weird, like coming of age story too. You know, it's got, it, it totally has that vibe to it, but it's layered within this world that's lusting for a powerful military so they can bring war to their enemies. Yeah. It's, it's so incredible that, and which is why I think it's so good is that he accomplishes both. He makes a film about how like violence being the only option is a horrible choice but then also delivers an amazing war film <laughs> you know that yeah. just like is full of violence and is like because we like movies and we like to watch violent movies we're like yeah that's pretty cool he like delivers on both ends it's it's two things that shouldn't work well together like yeah. it, it, this on paper should not work as a movie yeah but he he pulled it off he did a great job he pulled it off he pulls it off yeah yeah it was released in 1997 with a budget of 105 million but the film only grosses $121 million, so not okay. very good. But I'll tell you what. I feel like if this movie came out today, this would be a smash hit. I think totally. audiences now are way more sophisticated, and I don't think it would get buried the same way it did. Yeah, I think um, they probably got the 105 because it's a... Like they got the budget probably because it's like sci-fi bugs, you know, it's war. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be action. I bet he didn't like, I bet the studio maybe didn't really know exactly all the other stuff that was going on, right? Where now that's, it would be more appreciated for sure. So uh, the budget is actually so big, which is why it looks so good. Oh. I'm amazed that he got 105 for this. Yeah. Um, it, that, I'm happy he did because it looks amazing. Um, so yeah, I just, that's probably, you're right. That's probably why it failed. I think on its... On its reception, it got very poor reviews. Um, as sort of everyone was walking out being like, wow, that was stupid. Like, that wasn't really what I wanted. Um, and it, I think over time, its uh, audience have, audiences have come around to being like, oh, yeah, actually, this is really good. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I was unfortunately one of those audience members walking out thinking, what did I just watch? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and I, like, this is one that I really liked um, when I was, like, a teenager, uh, I was probably like 1997 when I watched it. Yeah, I was probably like 13 or 14 years old when I watched it. And uh, I just loved it because it had action and gore and stuff like it had action and bugs and sci-fi stuff. So that, that's why I liked it. There's no way I understood, you know, all the stuff that was going on in the movie. Um, but as like a teenage boy, I was like, cool, great movie. Was this movie like way too gory for little 13 year old Dean? That that's a good question. I, I it was one yes, it was one of the movies. I had a few of these movies that I loved so much, but there were scenes that were a little too much for me. So I would kind of not watch those parts. I would still have it playing because I really enjoyed the movie and I really liked a lot of the stuff was happening, but I wouldn't watch when it got a little bit too gory, when they show a hole in a person's head or, you know, things like that. When they show someone's head getting blown off, I would know when it's coming up because I knew it so well and then just like kind of not watch, kind of look away. But I, it was one that I put on often because it was, I just, yeah, I was into sci-fi stuff. So I just found it very fun. Yeah, cool. 
Uh, it was based on a book by the same name, which was published in 1959. And it was written by a Robert A. Heinelin. And he was considered one of the best English language science fiction authors at the time, along with Isaac Asimov and Arthur C. Clarke. Oh, wow. So that's pretty good company. It's good company. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Now, we mentioned it before, directed by Paul Verhoeven. We have already covered Total Recall and Robocop from him. Amazing director. The guy just goes for it. He doesn't care what people are going to think. Uh, yeah. And I've got a great quote from him here. Now, he says, Americans get more upset about nudity than ultraviolence. I am constantly amazed about that. I mean, I haven't seen any sex scenes in American film that are anything other than completely boring. A bare breast <laughs> is more difficult to get through the censors than a body riddled with bullets. So I love that Verhoeven leans into that. And he's yeah. always so graphic with his kills. And yeah. this movie is probably the worst of, of all the ones I've seen from him. This is so damn gory and violent, but the type of movie that it's like set within, he gets away with it. Like it's almost yeah. in a way of like, you know, the stuff you can get away with in a cartoon because it's a cartoon. I feel like right, that's yeah. going on here. He's getting away with stuff because of this melodrama that's going on. And you feel yeah. like you're in this like teenage, whatever teenage, like love story. And then yeah. someone's head explodes and then someone gets cut in half and then someone's legs disappear. It's like, totally. what is it? It's such a strange feeling movie, but man, yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed with it now. It's so unique. Yeah. It's oh, I love awesome. it. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's like the melodrama. It's like 90210. Yeah. Um, like everyone's super pretty. <laughs> everyone's got all their boy girl drama, but then like heads are getting blown off. You're totally right. And it's just like, it's this weird tone that he gets away with it. He puts ultra violence all the time in his movies. Probably he puts his ultraviolence in the movies just so he can have his nudity scenes. Um, he's like, well, if I'm going to put the, if I'm going to put the rating up anyways, might as well put my ultraviolence in there too. Yeah, may as well. Yeah. So the movie starts off with a message from the federal network. It is propaganda for the war machine. They want you to join the mobile infantry and save the planet. And it guarantees citizenship. Now, the movie basically lays out that there's a war going on with these bugs. They quickly explain why. And we're taken to a bug planet via live TV signal. And we see the bugs in action versus the troops. Right. Yeah. Uh, the bugs look great. Very, very oh. formidable opponent. So good. Uh, great choice with, with how they, you know, chose to make them look. Um, we see... Casper Van Diem's character Johnny Rico and he gets stabbed by a bug he falls over screaming and then we're taken to one year earlier and that was a really really great action-packed intro that definitely had the Verhoeven feel to it yeah totally um kind of hooks you right away. It gives you sort of the the propaganda first, then it gives you like the horror of all the people running for their lives. Like this is showing you kind of the the horror of the war as well. It's not just all the raw raw that it's pumping up at the beginning. So I love that. I love seeing them, you know, next to each other. Uh, and I also, I like that someone's clicking around like the internet basically to find these videos and we never get out of that. 
it, it also ends with people clicking around on the internet. So it's like what we're watching this entire movie was just a video they clicked on. You know, it was just another thing, another propaganda thing they, they clicked on to make the war look great. I really liked that. Some of the time yeah. it feels like you're watching um, like uh, like the news. Like it feels like you're yeah. watching something because they're speaking to you. But then, like you said, half the time someone is clicking like into almost like a program or, yeah. or some sort of like video channel. And that really made it feel like us as the audience were the ones like actively engaging in the information. Totally. It's like what he yeah. did with Robocop with the whole news station, but he took it a step further. He did a, a little bit of the news and then he did a little bit of, of this, like almost like you're accessing an archive of what happened in previous history. Very, yeah. very weird and he, yeah. he totally pulled it off. I really liked the vibe that that created within the movie. Yeah, totally. Especially for this like one year earlier thing, because it would be just like clicking on a video and being like, oh, wait, I just saw this battle. How did we get here? And you just go to like, oh, previous videos and you watch the earlier one. It was so cool. Yeah. Um, I think the tone of this film would be very different if the opposing group of enemies here were human instead of bugs. Totally. Um, yeah. The whole bug aspect, it sort of allows them to like mock war in a way, because let's say the military was out to get just some other random group of humans. They look like bloodthirsty warmongers, but totally. you just, you turn the, the enemy into bugs and they don't look so bad anymore. It's just like, let's all get behind the military because we got to kill the bugs. Yeah. And because the bugs are huge and strong, yeah. you know, and scary looking. So it's like, well, yeah, we're going to attack them. And then they killed a bunch of us. Like, they're horrible. They're horrible bugs. It's like, well, it's, you're just mad that they're stronger than you. Like, the, it, it, the bugs actually, like, they, the, you said they briefly say why the war is happening. We never actually see the bugs do what they claim they do. Right. Like, to me in this, to me in this movie, they are just attacking the bugs for some other reason that they are not telling us because we're just watching this video you know we're just watching this thing i don't know why you know maybe they want to colonize that planet or whatever it is but they're attacking these bugs for not the reason they claim yeah very possible yeah so we flash the one year back and the movie starts teaching us a bit about this world and it is earth basically but it's very futuristic war yeah. and the military are very important because there's a risk of being invaded by the bugs we meet some of the main characters we meet Rico, obviously, the handsome athletic type. There's Carmen, the super smart bombshell played by Denise Richards. Carl, the kind of goofy best friend played by Neil Patrick Harris. You have Dizzy, the fun girl next door played by Dina Mayer. You have Xander, the athletic counterpoint to Rico played by Patrick Muldoon. And you have Razik, the old grizzled teacher played perfectly Oh, so perfectly oh. by Michael Ironside. What a gem that guy is. Yeah, he's Incredible. I love him. I love him. I love Ironside. Oh, my goodness. Um, the movie does such a great job of portraying high school. Yeah. In a very short amount of time, I really bought into the feeling that this is a really tight-knit group of friends, and they're spending their last days together in high school. And just the way it was shot the enthusiasm of the characters, the scenes that they chose to show, it was all really amazing. Totally. I love these characters. Um, I like, they're all like perfect looking, you know, they're all like the, 
your best looking version of that uh, of those characters you just said you know they're like that's the the best that that character has ever looked and it's you know it's obviously for that reason it's 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 they're cast for the reason to look as good as they can because that's what it would be you know that's what they would they're trying to get you on board with this right so we got the best looking people and look at what their choices are their choices are to go to war (laughs) so it's it's just so cool it's so smart and they do a fantastic job I, I love all these characters. I think they, you're, you're right. They kind of create this cool friendship between them all. And I just really buy into all of it. Yep. I really think the actors and actresses did a very, very good job in the movie. When they're acting kind of like dumb and goofy, I think that's the way they were directed to act. Because oh, for sure. Yeah. When you get to some of the sequences that are not fun or funny, I mean, the acting, it completely shifts as well. Like as much as the movie shifts in tone, their acting shifts as well. And they they really just seem to own whatever the tone of the movie is supposed to be. So while I thought I was going to kind of return to some bad acting here, because that's um, kind of what I remembered, that I I don't think that's the case at all. I think they were really, really doing a good job of playing what they were supposed to play. Totally. I think, yeah, I think once it clicks... um... Once you're clicked into the movie, once you're connected to the movie, it totally works. Like, it works kind of perfectly. Yeah. Um, Knowing what the movie does to these characters later on, I think it's really important that this part of the movie work. Like, these characters, they have to be believable. You, You need a really good baseline of who they are and what their motivations are. And I think Verhoeven captured that beautifully. Yeah, totally. And and having them all be sort of... um, uh, innocent, you know, having like their just dreams ahead of them. They're just having the high, you know, high school prom. Everything's looking yeah. up for them. They're all very excited about the next step, the next place to go. And, you know, it's going to get bad. It's going to get bad for them. So I think just showing that goodness in them and that innocence and that in their character was just a really, a really nice point to hit. Yeah. Like circling back to the reason I didn't like it at the time, like I was wide eyed like that. I, I was so excited for what the future was going to entail But in my mind, it entailed all of my friends, like my circle of high school friends. We were going to continue on. We were all going to take these next steps together. And you learn really fast that that is absolutely not the case. Like when high school ends, people start going different directions. So I wasn't ready to accept it yet, um, which is why, you know, I was like, well, fuck this movie. This movie's a downer. Yeah, no kidding, because they're all going into the military. Like, they've all kind of chosen uh, generally the same path, but because they have their different skills and their different strengths and whatever, they're going to be placed in different spots, maybe different planets. You know, they're not even, they're they're not going to be in contact with each other for, like, a long, long time. Yeah, so along with the high school aspect that we're learning about, um, we do learn the other major aspect, which is war. Uh, The typical enthusiasm for getting out of high school and going to college is interchanged here with getting out of high school and going to the military. And Carmen is the one who's most excited about it. She really wants to go. She's just stoked. And Rico, since they're dating, he only wants to go really to follow her. He's madly in love with her and would follow her anywhere. So he's following her into the military. And their friend Carl, I feel like he's joining the military because Carmen and Rico are joining the military. So he's like, well, my my two best friends are going off. I may as well do the same thing. So 
Um, you sort of mentioned it. I really do like that all three of them go into separate branches of the military. And I like where they go. Like, I like that Rico goes to the infantry, right? Like, that's his character. He's the like, yeah. the, jo- the dumb jock, right? Uh, Carmen goes into the posh pilot program because she's super intelligent and scored 94% yeah. on math. And Carl, he goes into intelligence because he's like this little bit geeky uh, guy, but he can also somehow like telepathically communicate with animals. Like he's figured out a he's way. He's psychic. He's psychic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's just perfect. It's like, of course that's where they'd go. It's, it's a lot of fun. I like that. Yeah. It's so, it's so good. Uh, it's the, these three, uh, like Dizzy's in there too. Uh, but these three friends, you know, sort of make a pact. She's not around when they make the pack and it's just like, we'll always be friends. You know, it's just this great moment yeah. where, um, yeah, you just you split your ways, but you're like, but we will still be best friends, right? It doesn't matter what happens next. We're still going to be best friends. Yeah. It's really, yeah, it's really cool. It's great because um, that's how you probably, feel. We, yeah, exactly. That's how you feel. We'll be friends forever. Um, we should mention that uh, they say that to to be a civilian in this time, you have to join um, sort of the the military, right? In some sort of way, that's how you get your citizenship. Sorry, did I say, I think I said it backwards before. That's how, that's how you get your citizenship. Everyone else who isn't in the military is a civilian. Right. And you can only vote if you're a citizen. Right. Um, so like you get rights if you join the military. So another thing that might push some people into it. For sure. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. clearly doing whatever they can to get people on yeah. board in the military because right. it's that important. Yeah, yeah, totally. So we catch up with Rico and the mobile infantry in boot camp. And Dizzy follows him there because she's in love with him. Yeah, I love the triangle going on there, yeah. like where Rico's Rico's into into Carmen, but she's like not as into him. Even though they're dating, she's like not as into him, you can tell. And then Dizzy's just so into Rico. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Good triangle. Yep. Yep. Great high school triangle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and man, do I ever love their instructor here, Sergeant Zim. Played by Clancy Come Brown. On. This Clancy guy's Brown. the best, man. This guy steals the movie for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he's larger it, than life on the screen. Totally. It totally takes off when he's on the screen. Like, he's, yeah, he's stealing every scene he's in for sure. Yeah. And in case you were wondering how violent this world actually is, this sergeant, like, in, in charge of the cadets, he brutally injures a couple of them just to prove a point. Like, <laughs> yeah. He. <laughs> breaks one dude's arm like clean in half and then he throws a knife through the hand of ace played by jake Busey, and like this guy is just the most savage sergeant ever but this is the world like this is what you can expect they're 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 training you for what's out there and this is how bad it is so it's just very shocking to see him doing these things um, but totally it, it's that also in a way is preparing you for the rest of the movie for like how gory the yeah. rest of the movie is. This is just baby steps into the gore. Totally. And they have like advanced healing technology in this world. So like yeah. you can do a little bit more of these things, but it's still wild. It's like they're he's, he's yeah. Knife through the guy's hand. Like it's still going to be, that's going to leave a mark <laughs> for sure. I like that. He's trying to prove a point though, because uh, Ace yeah. is like, they're practicing like knife throwing. Like you have to learn how to throw yeah. knives. And Ace is like, I don't understand why we have to learn how to throw knives. All we're going to do is press a button and nuke the bugs. 
right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, put your hand out on the wall there. <laughs> and then he throws a knife, like deadly accurate, through his hand. Yeah. And he's like, if you take out the hand of the enemy, they can't press any buttons. And that was it. It's like, oh, okay. Good point. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, good point. <laughs> you're never gonna take a bug out with a knife. It's just not gonna yeah. happen. But it's it's like the mentality, right? That it's it's not. Yeah, you just it's like thinking outside the box for like maybe yeah. ways to defeat the enemy. It's having all the skills at your disposal. So if you need anything in any moment, at least you have it. You're trained on it. Yeah, yeah. And again, I think this whole boot camp section is really about just getting closer with these characters. Yeah, um, totally. I feel like it's, it's the equivalent of them now being in college. Like the stakes yeah. have risen. The stakes are higher, but there's still this really fun loving group. Um, there was this uh, co-ed shower scene where everybody's mm -hmm. naked and ev Love it. everybody was actually naked. The cast yeah. agreed to do the co-ed shower scene only if Verhoeven agreed to direct the scene naked, which he did. I think that's I really heard cool. This, Tim. It's a great. That's amazing. He directed it naked and his DP was naked too. What a cool guy, man. What a cool guy. Yeah. He so he tried this in RoboCop and uh so he's doing it again. He's trying it again. There was a co-ed shower scene in uh, or at least chain like locker room scene and I think he's just trying to hammer the point that like cuz nobody makes a single uh, comment about anybody else's body at all you right. know so he's trying to be like in this world you know there's no more sexual harassment <laughs> you know it's like nobody even makes a comment about anybody's body this is just natural just to be you know you're just showering no one will no one will talk about your body unless you want them to um i, I think it's cool i think it's a pretty cool scene yeah it was cool i think it also has to do with the military like you're just uh, uh yeah you're true. all seen as yeah. equals you know like everybody's everybody's yeah. the same there's no need to like you wouldn't make fun of one of your fellow cadets, you know, because they're for sure. Their yeah. life, your life is in their hands, so th there's no disrespect going on. Yeah, very good point. Also, with I guess that makes sense with RoboCop too, because you know they're all police officers putting their life on the line too. So yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. I like that. Now we catch up with Carmen in flight school, which has a very different feel than the mobile infantry. And yes, and Tim, can I yeah. can I just point out the transition to get to Carmen because sure. I really loved it. it yeah. The transition to get there, we were with Rico in boot camp, and then he 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 uh, was recording a video for Carmen to send her just to say like hi. And it was we were watching the video, and then all of a sudden we pulled back, and we were Carmen watching the video, and then we stuck with Carmen and did her like her where she's at. And I thought that that was really cool, a really cool transition to from story to story. Nice, yeah. Yeah, great thing to call out. Yeah. Everything looked so different with the pilots. And what oh, yeah. like what an amazing job Verhoeven did in this film creating this really unique and just fucking cool world and universe. Totally. Like the infantry was dusty. It's crowded. Yeah. It's hard work. Being a pilot is much more sophisticated. It's like the high brow work. Like everything is yeah. clean and fancy. The rooms feel comfortable. There's tons of space to move around. It's just very different. I liked how they did that. Um, it's like that it shows like the classes, right? The different like totally. classes and, you're in. Yeah. And you're in like beautiful space. You know, even all the scenery yeah, looks right. better because you just look out into space and, you know, I got planets around it. It just looks amazing. Where in the infantry, you're just like, like you said, dusty. You know, you're just seeing training, uh, you know, training grounds and everything. It's, yeah, it, it looks, it just looks better. 
we see here that Carmen meets up with Xander because he's an, oh, ass- come on. Ass- <laughs> he's an assistant instructor and he's going to help her learn how to fly. So this was a bit, it was a bit weird because with the whole high school stuff, you're like, you know, Rico and Carmen forever. You know, totally. <laughs> their love can't be broken. But yeah. she was never really on board. You know, you could tell that she wasn't really into him. She didn't know who she was into. I think she was into both of them. Like yeah. she, she liked Rico, yeah. but then when Xander would talk, you know, he's got that, you know, beautiful dark hair. Rico is more like the chiseled out of stone dude, like the perfect, yeah. perfect looking oh, yeah. specimen. And Xander's more of like the, I don't know, the, the tall, dark, mysterious type of guy. So I don't think she knew what she really wanted. So she's kind of like, she's dating Rico, but is flirting with Xander. So when he yeah. showed up here, I was like, oh no, no, I don't like this. I don't like where this is going. Yeah, same. Now, shortly after meeting Xander here, uh, Carmen sends Rico a message that she doesn't just want to do the two years of service that they talked about. She wants to make this her life and she yeah. dumps him. Uh, it was rough. Or uh, uh, video. He was so excited. Oh, man. He was so excited to see her and all his like buddies were watching and they were all like, wow, you know, that's your girlfriend. She's hot. You don't you don't deserve her. Yeah. (laughs) She dumps them. Dumped. And they got pretty quiet after that. (laughs) They got respectfully quiet after that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, Dean, Rico is doing really well in boot camp and they're ready to give him his own squad. Yeah, this is this is where this movie is just like succeeding at a high level, sticking with these characters and making us really care about them. Yeah. Rico, we know, joined the army or, or joined the, the, the mobile infantry just to sort of, you know, follow, you know, he wasn't in the same place, but he did it for Carmen. Like he was just following her into sort of the same lifestyle. He did it for her. She just broke up with them, you know, so like, why is he even here? But he's succeeding. He's doing like, we we saw his math scores earlier and they were very low. But here, he's succeeding. You know, he's doing something good. He's feeling good about himself. He's feeling good about the work he's doing here. So we feel good about it. You know, we want him to succeed now, especially after Carmen broke up with him. Yep. Unfortunately, it all goes very wrong, Dean. As Yeah, it does. <laughs> one of his men is killed in a training exercise. Uh, oh and again, a very graphic scene. <laughs> Just oh, man. no punches pulled with the gore in this film. No, head blown off. Head just blown off. clean and off. It, it, it shocked me. Yeah, in a shocking moment because you're just yeah. not expecting it to happen at all. No, I I rewound it. Like, even this time, I know it happens. And I just, like, it got me again. And I rewound it and I had to watch it again. I was like, wow, that is just shocking. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Rico receives administrative punishment for his part in the death, which turns out to be 10 lashes with the whip. Ah, that looked like it hurt. It looked like it hurt. It didn't look like it hurt. Yeah. Um, Rico decides to quit because he only signed up because of Carmen. Yeah. She dumped him. And now he got a guy killed. So he's like, well, what am I doing here? I'm I'm not cut out for this. As he starts to leave, all hell breaks loose. The bugs have attacked Earth and Rico's home city has been, quote, wiped off the Earth. Yes. So let's... Let's be clear, a meteor hit Earth that destroyed his home city and they blamed it on the bugs. Um, yeah. We don't we don't actually know that the bugs are throwing meteors at Earth, but they just they they blame the meteors that hit Earth 
on the bugs throwing them at them. Okay, was that not how the bugs traveled? Was by by meteor? They had they had like a meteor field surrounding their planet. So they just said in a quick video in early on that those bugs send those meteors at them. Okay. I thought the meteors had bugs on them and that's how they like it, like No, I don't think so. landed on other planets and attacked is by meteor. I, I could be wrong if though. The, if they, yeah, you could be right though. If you, if you did, if you are right, I missed that. Um, but I, I didn't, I didn't think that. Okay. But they have been the bugs have been like colonizing other planets. They've been going to other planets. Um, so maybe that is the way. But I, I didn't, I didn't get that. I didn't pick that up. Yeah, I think you're right in this, uh, in this instance. Yeah. So it's a meteor hitting Earth and them blaming the bugs for throwing it at them. Of course. Like, Why wouldn't you? It, yeah, Fuck let's those go to war. Bugs. It's like what? Who else could it be, Dean? the fucking bugs it's like if it's like if there was an earthquake here tim and we're like it was england (laughs) just attack them yeah shout out to christo hanging out in england over there (laughs) yes how's it going it was christo he did it (laughs) we would never we would never blame england because christo's over there oh for sure yeah we know that we know they're our friends yeah now because of this invasion dean rico wants back in the military and because they need good men they take them back yeah and I love, <laughs> I love this scene back on Earth of these kids stomping on bugs. <laughs> yes. It's like these poor Earth bugs, you know, they're probably not related in any way to these no. bugs out on the no. other side of the galaxy, but it's a bug nonetheless. So we must destroy it. And yeah. it's just teach it's them like... at a young age to hate bugs. Yep. It's a circle of kids stomping on bugs. Yep. They're doing your part. Will you will you do yours? <laughs> it's like so it's good. the kids, they're just te- oh man, they're just trying to hammer it into everybody yeah. to hate bugs. Any type of bug. That's what's so great about it. The stomping on the bugs. Those yeah. bugs are obviously from Earth. They're not space bugs. They're not the same bugs. But stomping on the bugs being like, yeah, we're doing our part. Yep. <laughs> oh man. The propaganda. Teach them at a young age so to hate the bugs. Good. They'll hate them their whole lives. Really, really They'll hate good. them the whole life. They'll hate the bugs the whole yeah, their whole life. Yes, exactly. Oh, man, it's so good. Really good. So the military go after the bugs, but it turns out to be an ambush. The bugs are ready for them and start decimating their spaceships. But troops are able to make it to the ground and war! 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 There's war. War happens. War breaks out. Yeah, terrifying war. Ooh, dude, this looks so great. Yeah. As Rico and the troops are rushing out of the dropships. Yep. Wow. Man, this they, looks so good. They had it lit so nice. Oh, yeah. I get goosebumps from that scene. Um, it's it's perfect. We see lots of bugs, though. All sorts yeah. of different sizes. We see Rico and his squad. There's like eight of them. And they're all trying to fight a single small bug and they barely mm-hmm. kill it. And yeah. there's like hundreds, maybe thousands of these bugs. So it's a very cool, like first battle that we get to see, but the humans are quickly overwhelmed and they have to retreat. And this is where we catch up to Rico getting stabbed by the bug at the beginning. And yeah. I, I love when movies do this. I, I always love, you know, the flashback then catch up to that moment in the present i'm a big fan 
Yeah, totally. And because Rico's kind of got his helmet on, um, you know, and he's sort of like this chiseled, generic looking guy, um, I would have missed this the first time around that it, that was even him in the first scene. You know, I wouldn't even have picked up on it. Uh, yeah, same. I think I only picked up so, on it this time because... Yeah, I'm, so that's was, just was, so cool. Yeah, that's a cool setup of doing that and then getting to it and being like, oh, that was that's our guy. Yeah, I was very cued into how handsome he was this time around. And I was like, oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's handsome chiseled face right there. <laughs> right, yeah. That guy's too handsome to be anybody but our main character. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love I love this scene. I love that they are going so like rah-rah into the fight. You know, we're going to crush those bugs. We're going to kill those bugs. And then they land and they have no idea what they're walking into. And they just get destroyed. And they have to retreat immediately. All these friends we had that we were making, um, that we learned why they were there. We learned why they were in the military. Uh, they're all dying. They're all getting just wiped out <laughs> left and right. And it's just like, it's why we did that character building. You know, it's why we did boot camp so that this could hurt. And this, this terror yeah. could be so strong to us. It's such a, it's such a great scene. Uh, also, I love the bugs that like shoot the, shoot the fireballs into the sky that the poop them out. They poop the blue orb. They poop the blue orb. It's awesome. It looks great. Oh, it looks so great, man. It's like, everything looks, looks so good. Great. Everything <laughs> looks, looks so good. good. Yeah. Um, I love that the propaganda in the movie hypes us up to the point yeah. where we're expecting this yes. squad to just come out and just hot knife through butter these bugs. It's like, of course, we've like we're on the same side with like, but what? It's a bug. It's a dirty, shitty bug. <laughs> yeah. Like, stop and we have, it. Just and we stomp have machine it. guns. Just shoot it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to the planet. We're gonna shoot all the bugs. Then we're gonna yeah, come home great. and celebrate. And it's like you get there. And you can't even kill one of them. Yeah. They're way more formidable than you are. They're so fast. They're so strong. You are absolutely dead. They're so deadly. But then we're shocked as an audience. We're like, what? Like, yeah. I, as an audience member, I want to retreat at the same time. I'm like, I think we need totally. to get out of here, guys. Like, this is not going <laughs> yeah, well. Guys, Let's, we need to leave. We're not ready. We need to go back to boot camp. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're ready, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're only halfway through the movie. We need to do some more yeah. training, apparently. Yeah, and I also love that Rico just gets stabbed in the leg. Like, and it's a big stab. Oh, it's like, like a it's death not just blow. like a it's a death blow. Yeah, it's like a death blow. Yeah, it's not just like a little a little hole no. or whatever. It's like a giant stab in his leg. It was it was shocking yeah. that it was so big. Like more of his leg is gone than what he yeah. has left. Yeah, he doesn't have leg there anymore. Exactly. Yeah, it's just wild, man. This movie's so good. Yeah, the, well the fallout from this battle is 100,000 dead troops in one hour. Yeah. Yeah. What? And of course, pull no punches with the gore. They just like scan the battlefield of all oh, yeah. the dead bodies. You see them all. You see all 100,000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it felt like it. <laughs> did you count, Tim? <laughs> I counted. Did you get to 100,000? <laughs> there was 100,007. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's why we had to make this a two-week episode, Dean, because I was counting dead bodies for a week. You're sorry. counting for a week. Sorry for that delay. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to spend a week counting dead bodies. Oh, it was great. It was a great time. Okay. <laughs> uh, the humans obviously need a new plan. So they decide in order to fight the bugs, they must first understand the bug. Ooh. And they start to consider... There might be a brain bug or a smart bug, like a, some sort of mind controlling the hive. Pretty a cool. brain bug, a smart bug, Tim? Pretty cool Sounds stuff. like bonkers to me. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
No bugs don't have brains. We just shoot them. Yeah, all we need is our knives and our guns. <laughs> we'll wipe them out, dude. Yeah, they should have brought their knives. I wonder if that would have done better than those guns. I don't think so. I don't think so. I see that I knife don't just deflecting so. right off that bug leg. Uh, yeah. Hey, what do you think bug tastes like? They got those nice oh, long limbs, long legs. Do you think that tastes like like crab, crab I guess. meat? Those bugs probably taste like crab meat. They should have had a scene where they're eating the bug. <laughs> yeah, they, they should have with some with some hot butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. They had that super great scene earlier on that we didn't talk about where they're dissecting a bug in science class. Oh, so so gross. funny. Those things so have good. all the intestines in the world wrapped up in their yeah. little bodies. <laughs> yeah. That was, I love that scene. That was a lot of fun. It's a great scene. Yeah. It's a great scene. Now Rico's massive leg injury gets him reported as killed in action, but he actually gets saved by his old teacher, Razik who's now back in action with a metallic arm. And Rico joins his squad, and we get to see them like getting some wins out on the battlefield. Dean, what did you think when yeah. Razik came back? Oh, I loved it. I, I thought this part was really cool. I was I was like really confused at first because like Dizzy and Ace are so pumped still. Like like they're still like excited. They're excited that like Rico's there like they just went through this horrible battle but they're still just like okay let's get back out there you know like they're just so they've been so brainwashed this whole time you know that they're just like yeah well next battle move on to the next battle um and so yeah I liked it I you know Rico gets out and then you know his teacher comes back and you know we loved this guy at the beginning so it's cool that we're gonna see him on the battlefield like he's he's super hard we know he's super hard so we just yeah. want to see him out there and uh we know Rico's smart. We know Rico's good at this. So it's nice to see we've kind of just seen him fail now for like 30 minutes or more. So it's cool for him to get some wins because we like him. So getting him out there with this new squad, it was a fun point in the movie. It was, it was again, Tim, again, pumping us up. Yeah. Where we're just like, okay, maybe these guys can get it done. You know, this is a pretty cool squad. Yeah, we needed some wins here. So it was good to see. We needed a few wins. Like just as viewers, we needed a few wins. Yeah, and in case you're not following along or haven't seen the movie Rico does get like that like therapy or whatever to like fix his leg it's like right yeah he goes yeah. he goes into a tank like something out of Star Wars and his leg is just being like magically repaired by some sort of machine so that's the only way he was able to survive was with that type of technology and that's what yeah and that's the the part where he's in the tank where like Ace and Rico are there or sorry uh Ace and uh, Dizzy are there at the tank and they're just so excited you know they're making jokes and stuff they're like you're dead they said you were dead and it's like man you just went through this tra traumatic experience but it like gets me back into the movie you know it gets if they were there and they were all sad I'd still be down but they're all excited True. so I'm like yeah okay yeah let's go let's go fight the bugs again Yeah great point I think it was really cool how excited they were too that yeah. like like you're you're out on the battlefield and you're giving so much. You're giving everything you have. Yeah. And it's almost like to come so close to death, but to survive. Yeah. Um, it was probably like a really great honor. Like maybe the only thing more honorable is like being killed in battle, but coming just that close to being killed. Um, they were very excited about it. I was I hadn't considered like your take on it, but I, I really that moment really stuck out for me. That's just how excited they were. Not that he was alive, that he got declared killed in action. That's what they were yeah. like celebrating. It was, it was that's really what they were, interesting. It, 
they're excited about. Yeah. That was neat. Um, well, Rico, uh, once he's back on his feet, he has a really big moment in another battle where he single-handedly takes out one of the giant bugs. He just hops yeah. up on his back. He machine guns a hole through its shell, drops a nuke inside, and that fucker blows. And yeah. that earns him a promotion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, just the, the emergence of that big bug. Ooh, um, yeah great part in the movie i feel like it was probably a trailer part you know just like i, I think it was yeah. coming out of the yeah. ground i think yeah. it was and then like it like breathes fire and it like destroys people like i could talk about like more gore destroys people um and he just does like you know super heroic actions to jump on its back and and bust through its shell and you know be able to take it down so uh it's it's nice yeah it's, it's a good it's a it's kind of a, a good part in the movie where we get a little bit of a win yeah definitely now, from this point on, Dean, things really start to get wild. If you didn't, <laughs> yeah. if you thought if you they didn't were think wild, they're wild already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They really start to get wild here. Rico and the squad are at a base that they think is clean of bugs, but it's actually instead completely infested. Right. And the bugs attack. Oh, yeah. And. We get this huge battle sequence that just looks incredible. Like, oh yeah, how they had so many bugs on screen at one time. I just don't even understand for back in '97. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Razik unfortunately gets his legs cut off, and shockingly, Rico finishes him off. He yes. shoots him. Now shoots him. We do know that that's what Razik wanted. They they yeah. they did set that up. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, because I actually really love it. Um, there was a bug that had that was like kind of a a wing bug, and it it grabbed one of their uh, their member members of their squad and took him like kind of far away and was starting to rip him apart a little bit. And and Razik shot him from a distance, you know, kind of sniped him and killed him. And he said, I would expect any one of you to do the same for me. Like everyone was kind of shocked that he shot him and not yeah. the bug, but he was like, you know, putting him out of his misery so that he didn't have to deal with, you know, getting torn apart by this bug. And so him for him to say, like, I expect anyone of you to do the same for me. It was, yeah, it was when in that moment, you're like, yeah, kind of, Rico, you kind of have to do it. Like he wants you to do it. Yeah. I still didn't think he'd do it though. I know. I still didn't think he would do it. I'm same with you. I didn't think he would do it, but he didn't hesitate. He just nope. did it. He just did it. It was yeah. great. It was so great. It was great. It was good. Oh man, it just makes so much sense. Like that guy, that guy's like yeah. his his mentor, right? Yeah. So he just he yeah. gave his mentor exactly what he wanted in that moment, and had learned enough to know that that was what he would want. I, I was, oh, totally. Was so good. Yeah. And the and the buildup of the squad, how much they love him. Um, yeah. You know how how yeah. much they love. That, that like they were talking about their leader before like Rico was kind of like what a oh you know this leader I hear he's a hard ass and he gets like punched by someone like they will just do anything for him because he saved them you know he's he was out there saving them on the batter, battlefield so he has this huge legend tied to him so like even just shooting someone from a distance and saying you should all do the same to me it's like they're gonna listen to this guy like this guy this everybody looks up to this guy yep definitely Next, Dizzy gets attacked by a bug, which was very oh. shocking. It was kind of like when you least expect it. Like, it looked like they yep. were kind of okay. There there wasn't going to be a problem. And then she gets grabbed. 
uh, very, very shocking. They're able to pull her free from the bug, and the squad is rescued by Carmen and Xander, which was interesting to kind of get get some of these characters back together. But Dizzy is really messed up and has Ugh. a pretty emotional death scene here. This was this is probably the hardest death in the movie to take. Totally, very hard. Um, Dizzy's we we've liked Dizzy all along for sure from yeah. the start. But we slowly as the movie's going on, we're like, oh, yeah, Dizzy should be with Rico. That's the yeah. right match there. And you just kind of get one over by that even more and more and more. And then, you know, they finally get together right before this. Um, and so you're like, cool. You know, they they did it. They found each other. And then she dies. She gets killed. It is heartbreaking. It is it is the 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 most painful death in the movie for sure. And man, she's just like Rico's holding her in his arms. And yeah, she just has blood on all over her face she's covered in blood and you just you know she's not going to make it and she just says like she says some things you know some touching things and then dies and it's just like oh my gosh it's tough it's awful awful and then and then he and then rico has to go from that holding her in the back he then walks to the front to sort of give an order yeah and and Carmen's there and like she yeah. thinks he's dead. He's reuniting with her and he just plays this shit straight, man. He's just like no emotion on his face. What he just went through, like he is just like, just do what I say. Yeah, I like that. Um, well, I mean, what I was saying before is like the, the reason this hits so hard is because of the the development they did in high school um, with these characters. Yeah. That, that's why this moment hits so hard. Uh, I like that Rico goes up to Carmen and he gives an order of drop a nuke. Yep. Um, Carmen like radios that in like we like request, you know, made to drop a nuke here and it gets denied. And I like that they say, no, we have other plans for this planet. We don't want to wipe yes. it out. We have other plans. I love that. It's very subtle, but that's the intelligence side of it coming in. They're like, no, 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 we can't blow this up. Something else is going on that you guys don't know about. Yeah. Even it could even be like, they want to colonize it, you know, and that's why they sent everyone there to try to kill all the bugs. Because maybe if they won that battle, if they killed all the bugs, then they can live there. You yeah. know, it's like it's that stuff that they're just not telling you, you know, like, yeah. yeah, we almost all died here. Just nuke it. And they're like, nah, how about no, let's not do that. But it's all believable for like, like the army, like this type of setup. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, if the people that are ranked higher than you give you the orders and you don't question them, right? You don't question yeah. why they're doing this, that, or the other. You just follow their orders. So I like that Rico requested something. He gets shot down by a higher higher level. And he's just like, okay, fine. He's just like, well, he doesn't argue it, right? He doesn't argue. or yeah. He just turns around in all his frustration, just turns around and like continues to be the soldier that he is. Yeah. So Carmen and Rico, they get reunited with Carl which is great. They all see each other again. And so good. Carl thinks there's a brain bug on that planet that they were just on that they're calling planet P. So that's, that's probably why they wouldn't nuke it. Yeah. And they just came from there. They suffered a pretty hard defeat, but they have to go back. I kind of like that. I I like when, yeah, I like when you, like when our heroes, they go somewhere, they go to a planet or they go to a city or they go to a building or something like that and they get their asses handed to them. Yeah. And then they leave, they pull out really quick, but then they have to go back. 
Yeah, you just know how shitty it is already. Yeah, they've already built up so good, like, how bad of a place this is. Yeah. And it didn't yeah. work the first time. Why is it going to work this time? Uh, totally. I always like that in movies. Yeah, and I like uh, the three friends meeting up again here because yep. they are all so different now. You know, they yeah. are all totally into their their war. Like, the war has changed all of them in different ways, you know, and, and they're all just... They've seen so much now, you know, they're, and they're just not the three friends they were, you know, nope. Carl looks horrible. You know, he's like his, his, his <laughs> face, you know, he's like his face. He's got like these dark circles around his eyes. And it's like, we haven't even seen him. We haven't even seen him all movie. It's like, what has he been up to? Why does he look so bad? He's just been behind a computer, right? Like, so it's, it's good. It's good stuff. I like the meet up again. You really get the feeling like Carl's seeing some shit. He's seen some shit. Carl's seen some shit. He's seen some stuff it's that so good. nobody else has. Ugh. Yeah. This meetup we were expecting to be just like at the beginning when they made the pact or, or when they just said we'll be friends forever. And then like we just thought a meetup like this would be so great. Yeah. But it's so it's such a letdown. Like they're just people. You know, they're not even friends anymore. They're just like acquaintances who know each other. Um, it's yeah, it's it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. And the circumstances are very dire, too. So it's not like a happy totally. get together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Rico is promoted to Razik's position as lieutenant. He gets some new recruits on Planet P, and you can really see how far he's come here. He's being a leader, and he's yeah. saying all the same things that Sergeant Zim said to him. So it's really yeah. great character arc for him. Now, great character arc for him. It, it it's like it. I think it's similar to what I said before. It succeeds as both. Like this propaganda worked on him. He turned into the character exactly. at the beginning, but also we like it because we've been following along with him, right? So he's like, we like this guy. We want him to succeed. And he is. So we're we're on board with it. It's just, it's so, it's so interesting how, how this movie uh, accomplishes both those things at the same time. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Now, above planet P, Carmen's ship gets hit and it gets cut clean in half and yeah. my goodness did this ever look good i think this was my favorite special effects scene in the movie you can count about 12 decks in the ship because it's cut clean in half so you can yeah. see like the sections and you can see fire like individually coming out of every single one of those sections of the ship yeah this totally. was so so amazing there's like little pieces of debris floating around. You can make out little tiny bodies floating around. Just really, really clean effects here. Clean effects and the sort of the escape from the ship, like having to get off the ship is so exciting. Yep. Uh, it reminds me a lot of a movie you uh, refuse to watch, Tim, Titanic. <laughs> but just like the whole last hour of that movie is just like trying to get out of a ship that is sinking and it's very exciting. And it just reminded me of that, of like how good it is at, trying to escape, you know, knowing your location and trying to get off where people are just dying around you and like everything's everything's going horribly and you never know around what corner might be like your death. So it's right. just like, it, it just really felt like that. It was awesome. Yeah. That sounds like a great movie, that Titanic. It's so sounds good, really, Tim. Really I mean, great. it is three hours long and that's oh. like the last hour. So Ooh. maybe you should just watch the last hour, but uh, it's it, it's good. It's a good last hour. Okay. I'll take it into consideration. Okay. Uh, yeah, great, great escape scene. Carmen and Xander, they're able to use an escape pod and they launch themselves down to planet P, which, I mean, is just really delaying the inevitable, right? You may as well have just been <laughs> yeah, blown up on the ship. a bad place to go. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Rico down on the planet, though, he picks up their distress call and he goes after them. And Carmen and Xander very quickly swarmed by bugs. Xander's leg gets sliced. Carmen gets stabbed in the shoulder. And Rico loses their signal because they get dra- they get like dragged deeper into the cave. Yeah. And he makes the call that they're dead and not worth going after now. Mm-hmm. But they're not dead, Dean. They're being kept alive for some reason. Very strange. Why are they being yes, kept alive? Yes, very strange. Hmm. But Rico immediately changes his mind here, which was yeah, weird. Cool. He yeah. just admitted she was dead and thinks now that she's alive. And he asks for two volunteers. Now, I had thought that they just did that like as a way of breaking Rico away from his troops. Uh, right. Just to make things more tense, to make yeah. things more interesting. But we we right. learned shortly why that actually yeah. happened, right? Yeah, it it was very quick and, uh, you know, it was so abrupt that I was like, did I miss something here? He said they that he wasn't going to go after them, right? And then, like, kind of right away, a few minutes later, he's just like, I can feel it. He's like, I know. I know they're alive. And so I'm going down here. I just yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so it was, yeah, it, I was I was also a little confused. I was like, okay, but I guess we'll, I guess we'll just see what happens. Yeah, I just thought they're doing this. For, yeah, totally break know, them off. Yeah. Just to, you know, make things more tense. Yeah, totally. That's that's all I could come up with at that time. We get to see a brain bug now. So there are brain <laughs> bugs, and we get to see one. There are. It is a particularly disgusting creature. And it's, it's really disgusting. <laughs> it's come to tap into the brains of Xander and Carmen. This is Yeah, it sucks we, brains out. Yeah, that we've learned that this is something it likes to do. It likes to suck your brain out. It yeah. absorbs your brain, thus absorbing yeah. your knowledge. And also it can manipulate people into doing things. Yeah, right. They, yeah. they make a comment about, it was like a passing yeah. comment, but that was how the asteroids were able to hit Earth, was that um, the, the bugs had manipulated a human and that I think that human passed on some bad information. I think that, I think that was about the distress call to bring... Uh, Rico's cl- group there. Oh, you remember when they, the, when, the yeah, when they went asteroids? to that place that okay. they thought there were no bugs, yeah, yeah. but then they got attacked by so many bugs. I think that was the where they tapped into someone's brain and then he made a call to bring them there. Right. Okay. I was close. Yeah. I missed it by like five. Yeah, minutes. yeah very close. <laughs> <laughs> now the brain bug goes right for Xander. It sticks its weird pricky pokey thing right into his head and yeah. sucks his brain out. And uh, now has the knowledge of Xander. It tries to get Carmen, but she cuts its stabby brain sucker thing off. Yeah. Just as Rico shows up with a nuke. And Tim. Yeah. A knife. A knife came in handy. I never thought about that till now. With Carmen? Yeah, a knife. Sl- like they, remember, his, his pokey thing off? Yeah, remember Ace was like, what are we going to do with a knife? What are we going to do with a knife, a knife and a nuke fight? Yeah, there you go. She needed that knife to yeah. survive here. There you go. Cool. Now, the brain bug retreats, and the bugs attack. And I love this. We get to watch what is now just four four troops in the cave here killing 20, maybe 30 bugs, mm-hmm. which was a great way to show how far they've come because early yeah. on, eight of them had trouble killing one bug. Now totally. they're all badass, and four of them are yeah. killing like 20 to 30. Really yeah. liked that. 
Uh, Rico and Carmen, they're able to escape out of the cave. They come out to troops celebrating as they drag the brain bug out. Mm -hmm. And Carl's there. And the reason he's there is to communicate with the brain bug. And he's he's psychic. He says, the bug's afraid. It's afraid. And everybody just starts losing their shit. They're so excited that the bugs, the bugs are afraid of the humans. They can't believe it. They can't believe they scared the bugs. This was so like off-putting, Tim, when he like read the bug's mind and he says, Oh yeah, he's afraid. And everyone just cheers. It's like they start shooting their guns up in the air. Everybody's celebrating. They're afraid of us. Yeah. 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 It was it yeah, it was it was weird. It was just a weird moment. Again, it it only works because these are bugs. Like if you put another human in that spot, it becomes very, very, very uncomfortable. You put a bug, it's all it's only a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, you have yeah, exactly. You have one human in a net is surrounded by a hundred soldiers and they say this human's afraid. Yeah. Then and everyone cheers, that would be really weird. Yeah. Yeah, and this is where Rico says to Carl that, oh, it was you that told me about Carmen, that she was still alive. Right. So that's what happened earlier, is that Carl was able to communicate with yeah. Rico telepathically, letting him know that she was alive. So I thought that was a really yeah, nice cool. touch, because early in the movie, we knew who he could communicate with animals, and he made yeah. the comment of like, oh, maybe one day I'll figure out a way to communicate with humans. So. It's cool that they brought it back in that moment that that's where he can communicate with humans and he does it to help, you know, Rico save Carmen. That was a nice nice touch. It's a great touch because that's how we actually get our friend moment. You know, we thought we were going to get it before where they all reunited, but it didn't really feel right. But now we get our friend moment. You know, Carl helps Rico find Carmen so that they all survive. It was really cool. Yep. Now, as it turns out, Sergeant... But now Private Zim was the one that found the brain bug and he's going to get all of the glory. Great. I I love I love that. Yeah. First of all, I love that he's been demoted somehow to private. They didn't show us it. But no, but they said so he said he wanted to go into the fight. And uh, Dean Norris, who was in this movie, um, who was like, I guess his commanding officer was said, you can't go into the fight unless you're a private. Oh, okay. So he like got demoted or he demoted himself himself or whatever so that he would be private so that he could go into the fight. Right. That's I love that. That's so badass. It's so good. (laughs) Yeah. Now they show us that the scientists have the brain bug and they're running some tests. They're probing it. And I love yeah. that they they have like a censored sign over it. Like it's censored. censored we, we can't see what yeah. they're doing. It's censored. That's so yeah. funny. Like Also funny, yeah. After how terrible these bugs have been, they would still censor what they're doing. And the bug is like having a terrible time. It's like shrieking yeah. in agony. Yeah. I actually feel for the bug in that moment. I feel bad. For sure. For what's happening. I think to you're supposed bug. to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think you're so. supposed to. Yeah. And we end as we began on a propaganda piece for the military. They want you to enlist. And if you do, you will be guaranteed citizenship. We see the text on screen. They'll keep fighting and they'll win. (laughs) And the end. Yeah. So great to end on another just like 
propaganda video. They'll keep fighting. And you're like, no, stop fighting. <laughs> it's been horrible out there. Like, for sure, our friend is going to die now. Like, for sure, Rico's dying the next battle he goes out. You know, it's like, if you keep on fighting, you're going to keep on dying. This went well once. This went well once for you. Like, quit it. Stop it. Violence. Like, stop the violence. Just figure something else out. Um, it's that's, so good. I love that's it. That's the whole idea, though. It's like, yeah, we will never stop the propaganda because yeah. we never want to stop fighting, right? Exactly. They never, for sure. they yeah. never want to get caught with their pants down. So they always yeah. want to have the most powerful military just in case. Well, if it's not the bugs, maybe it'll be something else, right? That's what's most important in this world. It's the military. Yeah. That's what they have to keep pushing. The military must get stronger. It must not get weaker. And that's that's the mission of this um, this planet. Yeah, it's so uh, the the subtle world building of like the planet and the society around it is really neat. Just the whole like um, citizen, you know, being in the army may, or being in the military means that you're a citizen. There's some there's one thing that someone said in the shower scene that I thought was really interesting. Um, she said she joined up because she wants to have a family. And you have a better chance of getting a license if you're a citizen, right? which was, or sorry, if you're, yeah, if you're a citizen, which is really cool. Like now we just get a small drop that they like control your, fa like how big you can, if you can have kids or not, you know, you need a license to have kids. Um, just like small things where it's like, yeah, they're trying to control everything and you get perks if you join the military. Yeah. It's nice that Verhoeven doesn't dig into that very much. He just, totally. he drops yeah. nuggets along the way. Nuggets, yeah kind yeah. of about about the world then he builds some of it up really really strong but there is a whole bunch just left to your imagination there could be an entire prequel just like explaining this earth and like the rules yeah. of the earth but and how you got there you know like they basically that teacher uh, at the beginning basically says like, well, like democracy failed, you know, so glad we don't have that anymore right. it's just like it's it's funny it's like yeah, how did we get here? Um, Dean, did you know there were five Starship Trooper movies? I did. Okay. So I did. I wouldn't say if you asked me how many there were, I'm not sure I would have got five right, but I knew there were some, uh, I knew there were some direct to video sequels going on and I know Casper <laughs> Van Diem came back for one of them. I think he came back At least for one. Yeah. I think he came back for three, uh, okay. four <laughs> okay. and five are animated. So, oh, okay. The first okay. Three cool. Are live action. So there's... Yeah. Then they dropped some animated features, features though, feature films, but Oh, I don't know, okay. man. I don't think I'd be interested in checking any of those out. Not with. I don't think so. Without Verhoeven, you know, yeah. at the driver's seat, I don't want to see any of those. No, I, 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 I doubt it has the vision. You know, I doubt it has the same feel and idea to yeah. it. It's going to be lacking in all of the things that I think made this movie great. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I agree. Well, really, really awesome movie. Um, I so good definitely be watching that one again had a lot of fun with it just i can't say enough good things about that movie yeah same i, I love verhoven um this is the third one i think tim we've covered on the podcast yeah and this is my favorite one probably the last as well to be honest with you Prob probably the last okay yeah i don't think we'll hit another verhoven unless it's just for fun to like check out one of his other movies that you know we may have never heard of that yeah, that makes sense. These are the big, these are the big three. Um, you know, Basic Instinct also is kind of in there, I guess, as four. But uh, 
yeah, definitely these these are the the big three. I was really into Hollow Man when I was a kid, Tim. I'm not saying that's a good movie. I'm just saying I was into it when I was a kid. Yeah, I was not into that movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It just had Kevin Bacon in it, so how can it be bad, right? Right. All right. Well, if you're looking for some exclusive content from us, you can check us out on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/TalkingBackPodcast. Head over there. There's some um, options for how you can get uh, bonus content from us for as little as $2 a month, by the way. It's a very fair deal. And if you like what we're doing here at Talking Back, we would recommend you check out all the podcasts in the Blast From Our Past Network. Uh, We think you'll like them. We're listeners. You know, you should listen too, I think. I think I think you should listen too. What do you think? I think so too, I think Tim. Listen. I'm I'm a listener of those podcasts and I like them. Yeah, we've recommended these other podcasts to people and they actually like them and they they listen to them. So yeah, check them out. If you haven't checked them out, check them out. And Dean, thank you for joining. Thanks, Tim. Thank you for picking Starship Troopers. You are welcome. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. Thanks for listening to the episode, everybody. We wanted to let you know if you'd like to show your support for Talking Back, then please check out our Patreon page where you can join one of our membership tiers and unlock bonus episodes and more each and every month. Or you can check out our page at buymeacoffee.com slash talking back where you can make a one-time donation of any amount or feel free to leave a positive review for us on iTunes. All three options are great ways to show your support for the show. That's it. We're done.